All right, folks, welcome to the runningrestaurants.com podcast. We're bringing the tips, tools, and techniques you need to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel, and today I've got a great episode for you with Adina Bayo, founder of Brick City Vegan. So, Adina, welcome. Talk about where you are, your journey, your story, your, your backstory, and I'm going to kind of dig in from there. Oh, yeah, Jamie, thanks for having me on your show this morning. Um, I think by way of background, I am, I've been in restaurants since the age of five. Mm. I started my restaurant journey in Africa, a little country called Liberia, mm -hmm. in a remote village oh, called yeah. uh, Foya. So, and my grandmother, she owns farms, she owns restaurants, and she raised me. So naturally, I was with her all of the time. Anywhere she went, I went. And I just uh, learned from her from a very early age um, how to run restaurants. She was running restaurants in the marketplace in our village. And restaurant back there is so different than restaurant here. But I do see a mixture of that. And when I was about nine, 10 years old, we had a civil war that broke out in my country. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, me and my family kind of escaped, not kind of, we escaped yeah. civil war. And we went to our neighboring country. We walked to our neighboring country, Sierra Leone. And from there, we sort of began on, a, on this amazing journey to come to the United States. And that journey landed us in this beautiful city called Newark, yep. AKA Brick City, New Jersey. I didn't know um, it was nicknamed that. Okay, and when we, okay good. And um, here we are, yeah. almost 30 years later, uh, close to 10 restaurants. And we are here trying to leave our mark on the hospitality space. Well, tell me, tell me about Brick City. Uh, I, I, I got, definitely have some interesting quotes from the website. But before I even go there, why don't you tell me about how that one started? It's a, it's a niche restaurant. Um, in terms of your, 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 your targeting menu and so forth. Is that harder? Is it easier? What do you think? It's definitely harder because we're making everything from scratch. Yeah. All of our dressings, all of our biscuits, all of our patties, our veg veggie patties, um, we're, uh, everything, all of that is made in-house. In yeah. I want to say about 60 or 70% of our items are made from scratch. So we try to be as minimalist as possible. Uh, we don't really engage in a lot of processed food. Um, we have some of the best veggie patties on God Green Earth. <laughs> Our, we have a chickpea burger. We have a black eyed pea burger. And we have a sweet potato burger. And when I tell you the black eyed pea burger is the winner, is hands down one of the best veggie patties I've ever had. And it's literally about five to six ingredients that we make in house. And the journey really started in 2020-ish. Um, me and a good friend of mine during the pandemic, I kind of, I have a, a concept called cornbread. And my, my vision always been is to have a hospitality brand, a brand specifically focused on urban community, black culture, 
and giving people in those communities options. So started toying around with the idea of veganism and there came at the time urban vegan we call mm -hmm. it urban vegan when we first opened we mm -hmm. have now changed the name to brick city vegan paying homage to the city of newark that i grew up in came into as a refugee so we're just paying homage to this beautiful city that have nurtured me all of my life yeah, you have um, there on the website. There's uh, it's brickcityvegan.com, by the way. Uh, peace, peace, love, vegan. So that, I thought that was funny. There's no planet B, like as in Plan B, like so, so better for the environment. And then I love this other one. Your body is the perfect machine. We're the perfect fuel. So, so there's a lot of passion there in what you're creating. Talk more about that. I think for me, I've been passionate in everything I do. To be very honest with you, I believe that passion is what drive the vision for me because the restaurant business is tough. Yeah, you sure. have to wake up every day with a newfound focus on the things that you want to do. But I think when you have passion about what you're trying to do, it makes that journey just a bit easier. It's not, it's never going to be completely easy, nope. but I think if you have passion. So for me, the passion for Brick City Vegan is giving folks the option of eating really great, authentic vegan food. I think vegan food have gotten so processed over the year and so sugar focused that we're trying to make things that aren't, you know, supposed to be vegan. We're trying to make them vegan. Whereas yeah. the focus needs to go back to plants. The focus needs to go back to veggies. The focus needs to go back to um, really amazing food that just done vegan way. It, it don't have to be this over-processed thing. And I just don't. And I wanted to give folks that option of eating really natural vegan food. Absolutely. What, what I'm thinking of the first thing is that education part talking to the consumer about those things. How do you, how do you convey some of those things to someone to try you out if they're a little bit Larry or they're tagging along with someone who definitely wants to, to, to take that menu? How do you convert's not the right word, but how do you educate consumers about, you know, the different menu choices? Cause it's not, it's, it, it's not a regular burger, right? It's very, it's different. Our tagline is, is easy being vegan. Nah. And at Brick City Vegan, we have made a passion of we're not gonna we're not trying to convert everyone. We're just trying to have you come in and enjoy a great meal, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, our black eyed pea burger, we have these patties, and we put it on a well toasted brioche vegan brioche bun, and we put our amazing in house dressing that we make in-house mm -hmm. is called the yum yum sauce we put we put a little bit of the uh mayo then we put the yum yum sauce and then we take this patty that you can you have the option either um fry it or you could have it cooked on the grill mm -hmm. and it's crispy all around so it's not this mushy patty it's just real crispy yep. when you bite in it you get this crispy crunch that's sort of lay on top of this bun and it have salad and my favorite obviously uh avocado i eat avocado with everything yeah. um my wife and, too. you know the avocado just sort of sit on there and that is your and then 
we pair it with either a salad or we can pair it with um, our sweet potato fries. And yeah. anybody can eat that. You don't have to be a vegan to eat that, right? So my vision is not to try to convert people to be vegan. My vision is to try to convert people to eat amazing food, mm-hmm. vegan mm-hmm. or not. Okay. And as we're doing that, being conscious of what we put in our food is always front and center of our minds. Right, right, right. Uh, family still in the business with you uh, at all? Anybody? Unless you consider my nine-year-old daughter working yesterday, family <laughs> run business, that's about yes. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she, she helping out a little bit. That's good. That's she was helping out the register. Yeah, And yeah. she was such a pro. She's yeah. such a pro. Oh, yeah. Besides well, you- the thousand bricks she want to take, she's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. The t- <laughs> thousand breaks. That's funny. Yeah. Well, she's got to check her social, her social feed, I'm sure make a TikTok or something, but, um, all right, well then, so it is hard. It is hard to run a restaurant. You're, you've, you've been doing that. What are some things that you guys do marketing wise or operational wise to minimize cost? Any tips that you've found that have been helpful to, you know, shrink costs so that you can be, you know, more profitable. I think you have to pay attention to your vendors. Mm-hmm. A lot of restaurateurs don't really understand that to our vendors, we are their customers. So when your inventory come in, in, in through your doors, you have to make sure your staff is counting that inventory. Yeah. I'm not saying your vendors are going to intentionally try to cheat you, but your job is to catch them when they do make that mistake, right? Yep. So I believe to minimize your cost, pay attention to the vendors that are bringing food in your stores, right? Count it. Pay attention to the sub guy. Pay attention to the guy that's dropping you your uniforms, your aprons and things like that. Check those invoices. Make sure if if you're charging for 300 aprons, that they are actually delivering 300 aprons. You'll be surprised at things that you find. You know, I always say to my staff, just like you try to upsell to the guests, your vendors are going to absolutely try to upsell you. That's right. But you got to make sure that upsell is an agree upon, right? So pay attention to your vendors. It's one advice I say to people that ask for it is pay attention to the vendors. Yeah. Well, it's it's a very good point because uh, whether it's a nickel here or a dollar there or five gold, but over a month, over a week, over a year, it it, it adds up to to the bottom line. Let let's go let's go to the to the staff side. You just mentioned staff and and staff tips. Um, hiring for you is has it been a challenge? Uh, finding the right people, training. How do you, how do you go about building that culture inside the restaurants? You know, to be very honest with you. We have one of the lowest turnover rate at Brick City Vegan. Good. Our turnover rate is about 8%. Terrific. We have staff that come in there that stay a very long time with us. We pay well. Yep. Um, We give free dental, free vision, uh, free life insurance to all of the staff that work there at no cost to them. Terrific. I think one of the things I always remind myself is you don't want to be a training ground for the next restaurant. You wanna train your talent and you wanna retain your talent. Because oftentimes I find we become this vicious cycle of a revolving door. It doesn't make sense for you to find talented people, nurture them and you see them walk out the door. 
the message to my team, my GMs is hold on to your talent. Yeah. Communicate often, have monthly staff meeting, mm-hmm. have monthly one-on-one, frequent, frequent, frequent communication with your team is in the communication lines have to be clear and open. I was, I, you, you already hit it, but, but my next question was going to be, how do you um, communicate with them? Do you do pre-shifts? Do you do meetings? You just talked about a monthly meeting. You talked about a, a one-on-one meeting. Let's go to that one-on-one meeting um, because a lot of times that doesn't happen with people. They, they just never get any direct feedback. What does a, what does a feedback session look, look, look for you after someone's been with you 30 days? What are you talking about? What uh, sort of instruction and feedback are you, are you giving perhaps? I mean, we look at it as a information session for us mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're in it, you don't see because you're in it. Yeah. I often look at if you want data for your product or your restaurant, ask the people that work for you. Yeah. That one-on-one session is about, hey, you've been here for 30 days. You've been here for a year. You've been here for 90 days. Tell us. What are we doing good? But most importantly, tell us in the, about the areas that we need to improve on. Right. And you have to be open to those feedback. Because when you're not open to those feedback, you, you really lose out on an amazing opportunity to get better. Yeah. Well, you won't get feedback again, too, if you don't pay attention exactly. to it the first time. So the next time, go, is- everything's fine. Everything's fine. Or or, 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 or what? Any, 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 anything come to your mind from one of those sessions where someone said something that surprised you, that you implemented, that became part of what you regularly do? Anything kind of jump front and center? I think one of the, one of the, one of the, you know, it was simple as hell, but it was like, wow, I never thought about that. Yeah. One of the employees that started and said, you know, I see you guys are really big on uniform, but when I started, you guys didn't give me one shirt. Hmm. How do I, you know, it's, it, it, it was mind blowing. So yeah. now we make it a habit of giving three shirts where employee starts. Mm-hmm. Because if I work five days a week, my shirt's going to get dirty, right? Yep. So that was one feedback that I was like, huh, no, I really thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the other feedback that, that I thought was very impactful one time was one of the employees, she said, wouldn't it be great if customers can come in here on a regular day and randomly, if we see them, we know them, randomly they come in, give them a free meal. Uh-huh. Yeah. If a customer come in that we know that been coming here consistently with us. So now they're in power, at least during the week, we're empowering them to give at least four meals free. The customer okay. come, place their order. We don't advertise it. The customer come, place their order and say, you know what? Thank you for being a loyal customer. This one is on, is on us today. Yeah. The, the power of random surprise. Yes. Is, uh, is, 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 uh, is always, as always appreciating great. Everyone's like, are you, are you, are you serious? Are you kidding me right now? Are you, are you joking with me? And then you say, yeah, no, it's, it's on us. And they're like, oh, wow. So, and, and you think they're going to tell somebody about that? You think they're going to share they're that? Good. It's their yeah. choice, yeah. but yeah. you know. I always say, no good deed go unpunished. So, <laughs> and I always say, the reverse. 
if you put good, if the intention is to put good out into the world, that comes yeah. back to you tenfold. Sure, sure, sure. It's the sure. intentionality behind it. Um, talk about other marketing, because um, you, you know, conceptually, every restaurant's got to do social these days. Are Are you doing anything interesting? Is there is there is there a channel that you like more than another? Whether it's Instagram, this or or maybe you're getting involved with TikTok or anything you like to share I think your messaging. We're, we're doing all Everybody? of it. I think yeah. we're doing all of it. We are social media is sort of uh, very tricky. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I I'm not a regular consumer of it because I'm just not good at it. <laughs> um, but I think it's a way to get your product out there. It's a way to get um, brand awareness out there. It's a way to really market your product, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's been a bit difficult trying to get a good match with a social media uh, manager. So anyone out yeah. there that wants to manage my social media, please hit me up. I'm on IG. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> it's Adina Bio. So for me, I really want, it has to be a match. It has to be someone that knows your brand, someone that's passionate about your brand, yeah. someone that's passionate about what you're doing, right. right? Because they become your brand ambassador. They become that person that's not going to get the message out about what you're doing. So finding that work person, being consistent about it, it yeah, can't be spotty. No. You know, I think is how you really need to do social media and do it in a real authentic way. Yeah, I think I think you probably have a I would I would guess, you know, authentic and a fun brand, not not a not a you know a real serious type, you know, corporate type thing. So you, it's someone who could really have fun with that, fun with your customers, you know, your color scheme, your your menu and stuff. So so they really they really could have fun. But what about what about other more traditional marketing? Is there anything you're doing that's working? Whether it's a something on Wednesday, a loyalty reward, an app thing, anything you've we found have an that's app. Been, been good? We have an app. Um but for the most part, it's just been word of mouth, mm -hmm. our Instagram, and just really um, putting out great content about the food. Yeah. Like we make it about the food, about the environment, and staying true to our intention. Because I always yeah. find, you know, one of the most amazing thing is, is if I can take what I do, right? and turn that into service a passion for someone else is what i believe is the magic in all of this yeah. it's taking what i do and turning it into service i um it's funny you keep doing this to me but the, literally the uh the word I have highlighted next on my screen is service. I was going to ask you, is there anything you guys do? Because it's a quick service concept, right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ordering at the counter. They're building stuff, and and I sit down myself. So that it's it's a limited service interaction that you probably have at your restaurant. Any ways you bring service into it that would be kind of above and beyond? Yes, I think one of the things that we do, I firmly believe that the community that you do business with is the one that is going to elevate you right so everything we do is around our community and how do we engage the greater community yeah it's taking the service taking the food 
taking the environment and saying to ourselves, how can we incorporate this into the community, right? Two ways. We do a lot of giveaway. We Mm -hmm. do a lot of um, event with the local school. We do a lot of introducing young kids that are in the local schools to veggie burgers. Mm -hmm. Is this an environment now where we can say, oh, great. Um, Can we now start introducing kids to our veggie patties? That tastes amazing. It's not, you know, I'm not giving it to you. Here's Here's a vegan burger. It's about us giving them amazing food. And that in itself is service, right? So I think for me, it's taking the things that we're doing on a daily basis and turning that into service for our guests and our community. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, let's um, as as I as, as we have talked about a lot of cool stuff today. As we start to wrap up, I want to give you a chance to hit something that we maybe didn't hit. Any parting thoughts? Where's where's the wisdom for other restaurant operators, uh, whether inside your concept, inside your marketplace, um, elsewhere around the country? Because we obviously talk talk to people all, all over the place. So you know, parting thoughts, words of wisdom, um, uh, final messages about your restaurant. What do you think? So I got a few. I think for anyone out there that is on this journey, this beautiful journey of restaurant, Mm -hmm. I think start with the intentionality of your vision. If you can say my vision is X, my vision is Y, right? Hold on to that vision. Hold on to that intentionality. You know, I just read a book recently, and I read this book every year, and it's called Alchemist. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, it just sort of, you know, is if you want something very badly, mm-hmm. the universe kind of conspires to give it to you. So I know restaurant business is really, really hard and it's really, really tough. But my message to all of my fellow restaurateur out there is hold on to that vision. And if this is where your heart is, if this is where you want to be. The universe is coming at you and the universe is going to give it to you. All you have to do is do the part of believing in your vision and holding on to your dreams. Right. So that's one part of it. it. Right. The second part I want to talk about is the people that work for you. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that you are the head of it. Pay attention to your restaurant. Pay attention to the numbers. They don't lie. Pay attention to energies. Pay attention to the leaders in your store. And when your numbers start to get out of wacky, always understand there is some kind of movement. There's a shift in that store. And your job is to get to the bottom of what's happening and fix it quickly before the damage is too far gone, right? And understand that the people that work for you are stones, right? And what I mean by they are stones, every diamond start being out of stone. Mm-hmm. It just takes a little bit of pressure to make that stone into a diamond. Right. Don't be afraid to apply pressure to the people that work for you. Have your standards and make sure those standards get met. And if they don't, it's your job to make sure that A, check and make sure you have the right people working for you. Mm-hmm. And two, check and make sure that they understand your vision and your intention. If not, you have to quickly 
realign and readjust. The last point I want to make is this. Come out if you're in Newark, if you're in Montclair, and visit Brick City Vegan yeah. and my other concept, Cornbread Farm to Sew. Mm-hmm. And it will be one of the best experiences you ever had. Well, well, we'll have to have you back on in the future. We can talk about your other concept and so forth. I used to live in that area. We were talking before we started recording today, about 20 years ago. And it's a great, great, great part, great area to be in. Um, we, we were in next, I was in between the two cities that you're in. So yeah. uh, we've been, been, been a little bit in both. And, and my, I, my wife worked, uh, no, not in New York. She was, she was in Trenton, which was nearby too. But um, uh, really good le- less life lessons you just talked about there in restaurant lessons. So I really appreciate you sharing that from the heart. I, I could, I could really feel those messages, the part about, um, and then how you finish with people being stones and apply pressure and you can really pull stuff out of people. That's a, that's a great message. So good stuff there today, folks. That was Adina bio from brick city vegan. You can find them on the web at brickcityvegan.com. For more great uh, restaurant marketing and operations, service people, and tech tips, stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. Um, uh, if you are listening, uh, subscribe to us. Give us a review where you're listening. Click on us, like us, comment, all that stuff. It really helps us. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye, Dina. Thank you. Bye, Jamie.